Welcome to Mike Ferry Strategies, the official MFO podcast. Hear from Mike Ferry himself, or maybe one of his speakers, possibly one of his top coaches, and even top producers from around North America. Agents, each week you will learn how to increase your production to develop a successful mindset, make more money, and get the most out of the Mike Ferry sales system. This podcast is your portal to expert real estate training, helping you become a top producing agent. Let's get started. All right, here we are with Mike Strategies. Tony Smith here, Vice President of the Mike Ferry Organization, bringing Mike Strategies to you one week at a time. Hopefully you're staying involved, paying attention. Uh, scroll back through these strategies when you get a chance. If Highlight them, mark them. If you ever get stuck in some part in the growth of your business, listening to a message once rarely ever works. One of the things that you'll get from Mike Strategies is he is constantly willing to bring a similar series of strategies to us over and over and over again because it takes a long time to learn some of these things. So be sure and go back and review any places where you're stuck repeatedly, right? So let's look at this. We're going to look at a little different approach today with a strategy. Um, Naturally, you've heard in these things and hopefully you have an understanding that there are market cycles and market cycles go up and down throughout your career, you're going to experience several cycles. You're going to experience some up cycles like we're having these days, and you're going to experience some real down cycles, which we'll have at times, and you're going to experience flat or, you know, real just mediocre normal cycles. Well, in the middle of all that, one of the strategies that Mike wants us to get an understanding of is of all the different options we have. And we've already discussed this. What options do you have for running a business? Options for you know, how much volume are you going to choose to do? Are you going to be one of these mega producers doing five, six, seven hundred deals a year, which we coach? Uh, are you going to, you know, work out to do 25, 30 deals a year and just stay in that zone and live happily ever after or anywhere in between? That's an option. You also have to decide, you know, um, whether you're going to build a large team or if you're just going to have a small staff or if you're going to stay independent. You're going to look at all the options about generating business. And boy, there's all kinds of discussions about the various options you have. We've gone through these. But you can go through the options of profit margins. Some people run really lean on, on expense. Others open up the door and spend a lot of money and see a different way in return in terms of profit margins. Um, you have all these choices. And Mike is constantly trying to get you to make smart choices. Okay, well, today we're going to look at something that's a little different than that, but still it is an option. I don't know if it's something you actually choose or not, but I remember playing his day back in 2008. Mike stood in front of a group of us, and back then the market was pretty tough. Okay, things were really not doing well. You know, we were coming out of this long-term up market, and then there was the whole financial crash, which many of you are aware of. In 2008, the market was on a really massive decline, and it continued long past that, which some of you remember. And I remember in this little meeting we had, Mike stood in front of us and presented, said, there is an option that you really have. Maybe you're not choosing the option, but there really are only four mindsets for running a business. Perfect timing because the market was changing. Okay, what does this mean? And he said, I want you to write these down. And he said, the four mindsets running a business, that you're either in expansion mindset, you're in protection mindset, you're in retreat mindset, or you're in surrender mindset. And he said, it doesn't matter if it's a real estate business or any other business, a business operator owner is in 
either in one of these mindsets or transitioning between one of these mindsets to another, moving from expansion to protection or from retreat to surrender or expansion to surrender possibly, right? And he said, you have to recognize that these are the only four mindsets that you can be in business. And it's really important that maybe you understand which mindset you're in. Now, right out of the gate, we start thinking, okay, well, you know, when you say expansion, protection, retreat, or surrender, I want to be in expansion mode. Well, yes, that's the really the end answer to this. But I want us to look at this and have you maybe see some of the signs or some of the things that might be going on in the real estate world based on these different mindsets you could be in. So I'm going to start with the back end of this first, surrender mindset. Now, first of all, I want to tell you that I physically don't even like saying the word out loud. I've, if Mike was here, he'd probably be even more aggressive. Surrender? Like, is that even really an option? Am I going to throw in the towel? Am I going to give up? Am I going to give in? Am I going to raise a white flag? Do I give up in my choice to have a successful real estate business? Well, here's what we know. Here's some signs that we understand that this is a mindset. For years and years, Mike has said 30%, one out of three real estate agents that gets a license doesn't make it through the first year. 30% of the agents fail after the first year. Well, that's surrender, isn't it? If you fail and you're out of the business, you clearly surrender, 30%. I'm challenging that thought in today's world that the number's probably even higher. We might be 40, 45% of the new licensees aren't going to make it a first year. That's flat out surrender. If you stop selling real estate, you've quit. But there's other things you need to consider, right? Hey, the average age of real estate agents today, you know, it's actually down a little bit. I think it was at 56 and now it's dropped to 54, something like that. But the average age of a real estate agent in North America is in their mid fifties. Let's say that. Okay. Not spring chickens. Okay. And it's true. If you look around any of our live events, you can see it there. We have a lot of brand new agents, but there's a lot of people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s in real estate. And we have a lot of agents that have been around us for, for many, many years that are in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, still churning along, cranking out business, doing some stuff. We love those. Okay. We love some, we highlight them. I'm not going to say names because the ladies don't like to hear it. Okay. But we have ladies that are in their seventies and eighties that are still doing high volumes of real estate and we love it. Okay. But we also have to recognize that many of them are doing it by choice. They love the career. They love their profession. They love the money it brings. They're healthy, they're active and they love it. But there are also a lot of people in their 60s, 70s, and 80s that are still selling real estate because they have to. Didn't make some plans financially right, and I'm, I need more money, and I've got to make a couple sales to pay the house payment. That is a harder one to, to look at. But there are a fair amount of people that are going to retire, which is also surrender. You have to consider it's time to, you know, I've made enough money. My income's good. I've got great passive income. I've made smart choices with my money. It's time for me to go out there and live a life and enjoy myself. And that might be surrender. Okay. Here's the tough ones when it comes to the, the word surrender, right? The ones that have given up mentally, physically, emotionally have given up, but they're hanging around. Okay. They're just here basically draining their, their bank accounts, draining their emotions and energy, just, just hanging around, not producing. That's a hard one for us. Okay. And we do know that market cycles, 
when Mike was talking in 2008, he said there's going to be several hundred thousand agents that aren't going to make this deal and they're going to leave the business because they have to. Okay, well, we're in a cycle now. There's going to be some agents that won't make it. And that is surrender. We won't spend much time there. I'm hoping this is nobody on this call is planning on surrendering. All right. Let's work backwards from this thing. Uh, backwards, the next word back is retreat. What are some signs that you might be retreating, running a business, but in retreat mode, right? Here's some signs. I wrote down, um, I tried this prospecting thing. I think I'm going to start looking for a magic pill or a magic answer. That's retreating, right? The first sign of trouble. I tried this prospecting thing for a couple weeks. It didn't work. So uh, what's this guru saying about buying more ads and more leads and uh, things on the internet? I want to go there. That's a sign of retreating, okay? Here's a tough one, a sign of retreating. I'm just going to lower my standards of living to what the market will bear. You know, I had, I was pushing myself out there. I was buying a new house. We were taking nice vacations. The market was doing well. We bought a new car. We're putting some money in the bank. Ooh, now the market's changing a little. It's stabilizing, getting normal. Honey, I guess we're not going on those big vacations anymore. I guess we're not going to go out to dinner on Friday nights anymore. Maybe we should sell this house and buy a little condo. I've always wanted to live in a small condo somewhere. That's a sign of retreating. We don't like that. Okay. It doesn't have to happen. You do not have to lower your standards of living down when the market's down and up when the market's up. Okay. We don't like even the thought of retreating. Okay. Um, you know, signs of retreating. We know for a fact that the average agent only makes five averages, four to five sales a year. And retreating would be, well, you know, I had this plan. I was, I was really going to push to 50, 60, 70. I wanted to grow my business. But I guess 15 is okay. That's retreating. If you have a plan to grow your company to 25, 30, 50, 100 deals a year, and you start having, well, I guess 15, it's better than five. That's retreating thinking, right? I'm retreating. Well, I'm the number one producer in an office that isn't producing. I got a plaque. That's a retreating thought. Well, I'm, you know, our average agent here in the office only does seven deals a year. I did 12, so I'm number one, right? I'm okay with that. That's a retreating thought, okay? Also retreating. I'm not going to work from a business plan anymore. You know, I understood what Mike was saying about create a business plan and stick to a plan that has action steps, but I'm just going to let the chips lay where they are. That is retreating thinking, okay? Retreating. Going for weeks and weeks, months and months without aggressively working on your skills. Hey, one thing we know, if your skills aren't improving, they're going backwards. If you're not improving in skills day in and day out, they're going backwards. And there's signs of a lot of agents whose skills have actually retreated in the last couple of years. Why? Because they could get away with it. Everything is selling. So uh, presenting skills, prospecting skills, objection handling skills, they were actually getting worse. That is retreating. Okay. If you're actually backing away from the idea of advancing your skills. I put this one down, retreating. You know, I had a coach for a while, but I think one of the things I'm going to cut is coaching. Gosh, there couldn't be a stronger retreating thought than that. That's the last thing that you should ever step away from when a market is changing. This is when you need someone to push you in the back more than ever. Don't retreat in that area. Okay. Now let's go to the protection mindset. Protection mindset. It is very, very common if things change, a market changes, it stabilizes, gets a little more normal, that it's very common for an agent, oh, oh hold on a second, protect. 
Protect. What are some signs that you might be in protection mindset? You know, I think we need to cut back on all our expenses. Um, we have great staff people. You know, we probably should let those staff people go. Gosh, we haven't even taken a step back in production yet, but we're already thinking about cutting back on staff. Okay. Um, protection. Ooh, I've got some ideas about growing a company. I'm not going to share those anymore. One thing we know about the Mike Ferry sales system is the agents, when they're in growth mode, when they're in expansion mode, they want to share everything. We share all of our ideas. Ooh, I want to hide this. Protection. You know, I've kind of, I noticed I don't have, a, I'm not in the mastermind group anymore and I don't really have any accountability partners and I'm okay with that for right now. That is protection thinking. Okay. Protection. You know, my skills are pretty good right now. If you ever get trapped into this idea that your skills are good enough and they're there and man, I've learned what I need to learn skill-wise, that is protection thinking, okay? You know, I'm just going to stick with the sources I have even if they're not working like they should. I'm not going to go taking any chances with a new source right now. Protection thinking, okay? Ooh, I don't want to take any financial risks right now. Hey, listen, if you if you really follow all the people that make masses of money, um, it's an interesting thing, right? In the real estate industry, we all conceptually know if a market drops and real estate prices decline some or a lot, wouldn't that be the best time to buy a bunch of real estate? Like when prices are, if they decline a little bit and you want to build a real estate portfolio, wouldn't it be the best time to buy a lot of real estate? Well, here's the issue. The reason we know that so many people slip into these protection, retreat, and surrender mindsets is the number of agents that can't afford to buy more real estate when it hits bottom because they've basically declined their business. They have no you know, stockpiles of cash. They've basically got into these modes. They can conceptually go, I should be buying a lot more real estate right now, but I don't have any money either, so I'm not going to buy any. That is a sign, right? I'm not going to take any mental risks or financial risks. I'm not putting myself out there like that. That's protection thinking. Okay, if Warren Buffett was on this call, he would say, listen, if a market shifts and it goes, you should be buying when others aren't buying. That's when you make all your, your wealth, right? Protection thinking. You know, I'm going to stop hanging out with people that really challenge me. I'm going to slip back into my little circle. I want to be the big fish in the small pond. Let me just be the guy that knows everything about everything and hang out with some of these lower producers. That is protection thinking, right? That, that's a sign that you're in that spot. Are you being challenged? Are you hanging out with people doing massively more business than you? Are you practicing and role play with people that are doing, that skills are much sharper than yours? Are you in accountability in mastermind groups, right? Protection thinking. Spend too much time buying into my own press releases. You know, I was I, number one. My production was, I got a plaque, right? I got these things and I'm going to spend a lot of time buying into my own press, my own postings on the internet. That's protection thinking. That's a way to make ourselves feel better and make our talk ourselves into things are good, right? And then one major one that's happened big time in the last couple of years, a sign of protection mode is just a flat out stop participating in things. Stop showing up to the office regularly. Stop getting suited up and dressed up every single day. I'm working from home, right? Um, all of those things, like it can very well be, you know, protection mode. 
How strong would you grade yourself on your levels of participation? You know, the brokers today, they're, they're working their butts off to try to provide some great value, try to get information in front and not showing up, not getting involved, right? That's protection thinking. And then the one that we naturally would gravitate, we want you to think about, which if Mike were here with us today, he'd say, I want to see if you can get back in full-blown expansion thinking. Run your business in expansion mode. Now, first and foremost, I want you to be aware, when we say expansion, that doesn't mean go throwing money all over the place. Expand does not always mean spend more money, buy more ads, do more marketing. That is not what expansion has to be. It could be, but it's not what it has to be, okay? Things like this. Here's signs where you're looking to expand. Honestly, where are my skills weak? Where do I need to improve? And how can I aggressively improve my skill set? That's expansion, okay? I'm going to get more involved than ever with the mastermind group, and I'm going to participate. I'm going to bring what I can bring to the table, I'm not just going to sit back in the corner and listen. I'm going to share. I'm going to get more involved with accountability groups. There's places that I flat out need to be held accountable, and I'm going to finally follow that schedule or be held accountable to my prospecting or be held accountable to learning skills, right? That's expansion thinking. I'm going to aggressively work to add a couple of sources to my business. I've always wanted to do absentee owners or probates or investors or, or all these incredibly great sources. I'm not going to just stick to business as usual. I'm going to expand sources. Expansion thinking. I'm going to stay highly connected, highly involved with my business plan and even use it more as a tool today. I'm going to create stronger action steps. I'm going to stick to it and I'm going to use it as a working document. That's expansion thinking. Okay. I'm going to take some more risks. Okay. Great people might recognize the chance if I put my back into this, if I learn to make more income, and if I use that income to buy real estate over the next two or three years, that's expansion thinking. I'm going to take some risks. Some of you should. Setting out to break transaction and income records, despite all the negative talk that's going on out there. This is the year I'm going to break through. In the next 12 months, I'm going to finally break through 75 transactions. That's expansion thinking, okay? Mike says this all the time. You've heard it from me a number of times. I'm going to literally upgrade everything. Expansion thinking. I'm going to upgrade my wardrobe. I'm going to upgrade the materials I hand out. I'm going to upgrade my skills. Might even upgrade my car. Maybe upgrade my house. Now's the time to expand and upgrade. Where do you need to upgrade some things in your life and business? Expansion thinking. I'm going to accept constructive criticism. I'm going to accept what my coach is asking me or what my broker is asking me or my manager or my spouse or whoever, and I'm going to accept some of this constructive criticism, and I'm actually going to take some action in improving it. That's expanding, right? You can become, you know, a, a better at working out, a better father, husband, wife, a better, you know, brother, son. You can literally think about expanding in the way you are in your personal life as well. Expansion thinking. I am going to dramatically expand my knowledge of the business I've chosen. 
I'll never forget in the same talk in 2008, Mike presenting this to us, he said, I, Sabrina and I sat down and made a decision. We were going to fall deeper into the real estate business than we've ever been. We're going to get more involved with, we're gonna, our knowledge is going to expand. Our lifestyle is not going to change. We are going to dive into this and we're going to expand. I was so motivated by those thoughts back then, right? Could you learn a new language? Expansion thinking. Maybe you've always wanted to learn Spanish if you're English speaking or vice versa, right? I don't know. Expansion thinking is to expand your knowledge base. Why not? Okay. And then the last one I made a note on this, if you know, expansion, I'm going to work harder than ever to see the opportunities every day. I'm going to see all of the beauty and the opportunity that comes from what's going on. And I'm going to take better advantage of it. Finally, I'm going to seize these opportunities. I'm going to take advantage. That is all expansion thinking. Okay. Now, in a changing market, a market that's been normalizing, stabilizing, maybe going down a little bit, right? Where do you think most of your competition has been for the last two or three years? Hey, let's just be honest. In a red hot market, red hot where everything's selling, the majority of people are thinking expansion. Buy more, pay more, do more, right? Grow, grow, right? Your competition has been in expansion thinking for the most part, okay? Now, when a market shifts and it starts to cycle or change, where do you think your competition is going to go? How many of them already slipped into protection thinking? You know, pulling in their feelers, pulling back, protect, right? How many have slipped into retreat mode? Just going to lower my standard of living. This is what it is. Let's wait for brighter days. And guess what? We all get excited when we start thinking about some of these 1.7678 million real estate agents and some of them surrendering, okay? We get excited about the thought of some of them, maybe it's time to get the gentle nudge out of the business because they it wasn't for them. That's okay too. But is it safe to say that most of your competition might be moving in a different direction when it comes to mindset? So what should you do? You should listen to Mike Ferry and belong to the 180 degree rule. When the world is slipping into protect, into retreat, and to surrender mode, if you can force yourself into expansion mode thinking, are you going to win? Of course you are. You're going to win at the highest level possible. So I want you to listen to this over and over. Be honest with yourself. It's okay if you recognize maybe you've slipped down into a thinking you don't want to be in. But what's not okay is to stay there. So you have to decide, can you do some of these things to get fully blown back into expansion mode? You'll win if you do, okay? This is a strategy that I, that is going to play a role and hopefully you remember this in the rest of your career. Work hard to expand, always. Have some fun with these thoughts. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Friday for another episode of Mike Ferry Strategies. If you like our show, visit our website, at www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry TV podcast every Monday for new messages from Mike Ferry himself.